Welcome to Bothering the Band. My name is Ryan Marcel Bynek. With me, as always, is Abby Levy, the producer of this shindig. Oh my goodness, Abby, aren't you excited? Are you nervous? How are you feeling? A little bit of both, actually. Oh goodness, everyone listening, we have uh, a gentleman named Don Pyle on the on the pod today, and he is in a he was in a band called Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet, aka the band that did the theme song to Kids in the Hall. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god, I'm so excited because. Kids in the Hall is back on Amazon, and it just became a funny gag to impress you, Abby, to get this guy <laughs> on. And we did it. We, we were pop culture casualties, and we we're just doing our thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Pyle. Hello, Don. How How's it going, man? Good. How you doing? Doing well. Thank you uh, for for doing bothering the band. Welcome to the podcast. Um, we're we're so excited to have you, man. We really appreciate it. I'm very happy to be here. Sorry, what are your names? So I'm Ryan, and and this is Abby. She's the producer Hello. of this thing. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, we're again. We're so happy to have you. This came because Kids in the Hall came back, and we. Our whole goal with the podcast is just to get the people we like on. Um, we're very discerning. So, yeah, and we're also very appreciative. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. <Here's> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first question I was going to ask is how are you and where are you? Uh, I am in my studio right now, which is uh, in my home. And uh, just been working all day here. And, uh, I'm doing, God, how am I doing? That's a really complicated question these days. You know, it's a hard, it's a hard question to answer. Cause it's like, it, it really varies from minute to minute. You know, it's been some pretty heavy times and some really good times. So, uh, you know, it, it really changes from minute to minute. Uh, we, we leave that uh, answer up to the guests. However you like to answer, there is no wrong answer. Um, what's the last music you listened to? The last music was For the Country by Dump Truck. Oh, yeah, I know that jam. <laughs> that was the last thing I played earlier today. I've been oh, cleaning yeah. out records, filing stuff away, and I came across a bunch of CD long boxes that wow. I had saved. And I saw this Dump Truck one, and I thought, I don't even remember this record. I got to listen to it. So I'm going to, I'm going to skip ahead just cause I'm curious. We're Abby and I are both children of the nineties, punk rock fans, comedy geeks. Can you just tell us a little bit about, uh, you always hear about New York and LA punk rock scenes, but in doing research and just in our own life, lots of, uh, tell us about the Toronto punk rock scene of the eighties and nineties. Of the eighties and nineties. Um, Hmm. I think the eighties and nineties was kind of like a weird period in punk rock. Like, you know, I'm like sort of like a first generation person, you know, I kind of like was a, 
you know, teenager, right as it was beginning. So for me, the uh, kind of like the 70s stuff was the what hit me the, the most. And um, I think kind of like into the 80s and 90s stuff that I would probably be most into would be like described more as like post-punk rather than mm-hmm. than kind of like then you know what people kind of like generally describe as as punk so i mean toronto has always had a really great punk scene and it's pretty incredible for me to see um throughout the 80s and 90s i mean you know there's just i can't even say 80s and 90s just continuously there are tons of bands here there's a lot of support for it um you know, to the point where we have like actual like punk record stores, like, you know, there's just like a, a new shop just opened here emissions, like that is exclusively a punk record store, like contemporary punk stuff. So it's still like going strong here. It's like, like everything, it, you know, it goes in waves. And um, I don't know, 80s and 90s, I think kind of more 90s stuff was kind of like the period when I was probably least interested in punk um and i think for me that's mostly because uh what were like some of the original things that attracted me to it um sort of like really receded which would be inclusivity and um uh you know kind of like community and um new ideas i think kind of like things became like really kind of conformist for a long time and I don't know I think at some point in the 2000s I think punk started to really sort of expand again and become like really kind of like interesting and have a lot of weirdness um you know I definitely like like what's going on in punk like right now in Toronto than I did in the 80s and 90s wow any any specific bands you like right now um well, uh, shit, uh, they're fantastic. They're on tour right now, SHIT. Mm-hmm. They're so good. They're one of my, my favorite bands uh, locally. Um, some other bands, I'm not really kind of sure, like, you know, who's kind of like still happening because, you know, there's that big sort of lump of COVID in the middle that, yeah. you know, nobody was playing shows. And so, uh, like, you know, there's a lot of bands that I haven't seen come back. Like, there's a band called New Fries that I thought were really amazing um there's a band called cleaner here that's really good uh um um sorry i can't think of anybody else off the top of my head (laughs) oh no no worries i was just as a music geek curious and that's what i'll do tomorrow is i'll listen to these bands in the morning yeah career suicide you know they've been around for a long time but they're uh, pretty active again right now i think they're in california right now I mean, Toronto's a music town and you always, as far as North America, you hear of, you know, New York, LA, Chicago, Nashville. Now Toronto, we've had so many guests um, from Toronto and Canada that it's, it's maybe more than half of our guests. It's crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Why is that? I just, I think it's weather combined with attitude and, Great music. Great music. I don't know. Good yeah, sensibilities. <laughs> I feel like we're pretty lucky here. Like, you know, this is, I think the same thing kind of goes on everywhere right now where a lot of people are, a lot of cities are struggling with kind of like loss of venues because of just like skyrocketing 
real estate prices, the cost of everything. And that's really happened here a lot. And people like really kind of lament the loss of like so many venues here, but then all the time there's like, you know, new things kind of springing up. Like there's this weirdo kind of sports bar that's like around the corner for me that like never ever had shows. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, there's punk shows happening there. It's like, you know, this one guy, I don't know if you know, Greg Benedetto, he, um, he uh, runs um, kind of a booking agency, I guess, is what they're called, Not Dead Yet. And he books stuff. And I think he was in there one day or walking by and, you know, kind of like, as it tends to be much more so in punk rock than in indie rock. Like, you know, they just saw this weird place and looked inside and asked the people, can we have a, how would you feel about a band playing here? And now, you know, it just takes one show and then everybody's like, oh yeah, a new place to play. You know, some place that you would never think that like this is going to be an actual place where people are going to go. And there's a bunch of bands playing there tomorrow night. I'm going to go check out. So very cool. Yeah. I was going to say it only takes one. Uh, that's another reason why Canada is, is, has so many good, so much good music. It only takes like it, good music begats good music. So, yeah. you know, a young kid in, in the nineties saw it and I was like, Oh, that's what I want to do. And then yeah. in the two thousands, that's what they did when they grew up. We come from, we're from Orlando, Florida originally. Yeah. And, uh we, we would go to punk rock shows at this uh, sub shop in a shopping center. It was nice, fancy little sub sub sandwich shop. And yeah. at every other Friday night, they do like punk rock and ska shows for all ages. So, yeah. It's so yeah. great. I mean, you know, you got to do it kind of anywhere, you know, especially now. Oh yeah. I went to comedy shows in New York in a, uh, in a dry cleaner, like a laundromat. Uh-huh. Yeah. And at night, they just, this, you know, laundromat would rent out the place and do little alt comedy things. That's really good. I remember <laughs> on tour a long time ago that in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, that there was a mm-hmm. music venue that was uh, laundromat and oh, music club. Cool. Club de Wash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty clever. Okay, yeah, so always happy to play there. You know, you get to do your laundry while you're waiting <laughs> to play. It's just practical. That's awesome. So uh, I don't know if you dug any any deeper into our podcast. We we generally now that the sophisticated stuff is out of the way, we we, we ask <laughs> a lot of our whole thing is asking super dumb questions. Uh, some of them you might recognize are tailored to things that are connected to you. Others are just random. So uh, what's an average weekend look like for you? Oh boy, an average weekend. Hmm. I don't know, because I think of, if I think about average weekend, it's like not a, not a memorable one. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm not remembering. There it is. It's like, I don't remember. There you go. That may be a good thing, you know? <laughs> Are you a sports fan at all? Blue Jays, Raptors, anything like that? No. no. I've been to maybe two baseball games. Never been to a basketball game. I went to a football game once. The person I was with got really upset because I was more into the cheerleading <laughs> aspect of it than I was the, uh, the football part of it. Fair I'm enough. not a sports person at all. Unless you count... Uh- figure skating which i uh, <laughs> i uh 
have a pretty high respect for, but only ever watch it if I just come across it accidentally. I saw a comedian do a joke on Instagram recently where he was talking about uh, the hardest sports and everyone thinks football is the hardest sport. And then you're like, yeah, go, go try figure skating. Oh and my try God. to do like the axle. I don't know the words, but like, no, the, I think that every time I see it, this is like the fucking hardest sport. Cause it's yeah. like, you know, the most difficult gymnastics, but it's on little pieces of metal. Insane. It looks really hard. I think it's very underrated by by sportos as to how hard it is. I could never do it. I could throw a football. I could never. Really <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the situation with your laptop power cord? Do you <laughs> do you tie it up nicely, or do you leave it all loosey goosey? I leave it all loosey goosey, and where it is right now, my foot is constantly unplugging it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or i reach for my cat who inevitably runs away and then i pull it out <laughs> uh mine's all frayed because i it connects and then i run over it with the wheels yeah i always yeah. inevitably run over it love doing that <laughs> what's your favorite country song favorite of what country song my favorite country song hmm. or artist uh well let me see artist that's a that's a tough one i couldn't really say like a song i mean artist it would probably have to be like hank williams you know it's just so many great songs like you know my my deepest love of country is kind of like more the sort of like 40s 50s 60s sort of period um you know a bit into the 70s but definitely kind of uh mostly ends there um so i don't know um Hank Williams, I'm so lonesome I could cry. Love it. Uh, I'd have to go with Long Gone Lonesome Blues, but I, I, I'll meet you right there. Another great one. It's like every time I play, like you know, one of his uh, his compilations, I'm always struck by how many amazing songs he wrote. So many. Um, he had a biopic come out, like maybe I don't know. It could be ten years. It could be five years. Who knows? But uh, it was with the guy who plays Loki in all the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and it didn't do it. Didn't do well, surprisingly. I mean, I had, did you see it? I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I know his They're, story. And... It didn't do well. You yeah. see it. I mean, most of those things are terrible. That Johnny Cash one was just awful. I walked the line. I mean, yeah. a lot of people loved it, but I thought it was pretty terrible. I think I they're know. all a little think, overrated. You know, uh, coal miner's daughter. I thought that one was mm-hmm. great. That's a really good one. Um, but most of those biopics, particularly the contemporary ones, they're so like formulaic, you know, it's like pretty yeah. rare that there's something really good. And I didn't see the Elton John one, which is like half musical. I, I mean, that one's probably pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite a country artist, but you know. Yeah, we went, I went a different way. Okay. So do you, uh, when you're eating pizza, do you eat the crust or you throw the crust away? I eat the crust first. What? So that it's it's not only is it at its softest and sort of peak, but the last thing you're tasting is the actual pizza, not just a bunch of bread. Every time you eat the crust first. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I'm going to do that next time I eat pizza. Let's remember to do that, Abigail. I think that's (laughs) kind of like, that's like most of my, my eating is kind of like eating everything on the plate from worst to best. So I'm eating the best last. Pretty smart. (laughs) Let's get these vegetables out of the way. When's the last time you went on like a photo session? 
like you mean to shoot somebody or yeah yeah or you know um let me took the camera out with that specific well the last photo session i had was uh was with uh my friends dallas and amanda's cats okay uh for a sadie's video which is uh is has yeah. just been finished editing so their cats are featured in the uh the video and i got to shoot them for it wow the world is so weird literally our guest last night mentioned the sadie's uh so that is very wild very <laughs> obscure band to have two episodes in a row reference didn't that fella pass away yeah he was in shadowing yeah. one he was a bass yeah. player oh my goodness i've everything's clicking right now oh my god okay i didn't even put that together wow yeah yeah since we started wow. playing again in the last 10 years dallas was uh in the band and oh you know, it's blowing was, my mind. Uh, one of my best friends and uh uh so when i said like you know at the beginning like you know you say like you know how are you that's really part of the up and down because it's only been a couple of months since dallas died and it's yeah. like you know, very, very present. Like, even when you asked me to do this, a lot of fun questions. Like when you asked me, I was like, oh man, I'm not in a fun mood right now. You know, it's a kind of a heavy time, you know, but it's actually part of what's like contributing to me having a really good time right now because, mm -hmm. you know, I quit my job, you know, and kind of like, you know, you get those fucking kicks that just make you appreciate uh, living more. Yeah. Man, that's 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 wild. Uh, yeah, and, we're uh, in the matrix. It's yeah, very and, weird. Uh, we were we had a band called Phonocomb together mm -hmm. after Shadowy Men. So uh, you know we've uh, worked together a lot. I've worked on at least half of the Sadie's albums, either recording them or mixing them. So I've worked on a lot of their records. Did you work on and the one with uh, King Khan? No, no, I didn't do yeah. that one. Okay, he was one of our first guests when this was just a little written article series um but music is a small world especially uh especially in canada yeah everybody knows true. everybody here knows each other it's it's yeah. totally true. um where's the weirdest place you've ever seen trouble in the camera club the weirdest place is it weird that it would be in a used bookstore <laughs> yeah uh, um hmm um, I saw it in the background on a video I watched in which someone was talking about something completely unrelated, something that was kind of, uh, you know, sort of brainy, something to do with psychotherapy. And, and I totally recognized the spine in the background and, so I just like kept looking at it. So I think a uh, a a psychotherapist's uh, video was uh, the weirdest place I've seen it. Is that weird? I don't know. I don't even know if that's weird. That's, that's weird. pretty cool. <laughs> weird, cool, cool, weird. Definitely. Um, how many monitors do you have in that room? In this room, three. Okay. One I'm talking to you on, and then then my work work nice thing right behind you here have you ever flown in a helicopter yes and i hated it 
It's scary. Yeah. Anything small like that, anything small I've flown in is terrifying. Never, ever, ever done like a, what's it called? A parasailing? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, have you ever been parasailing? Yes. Yeah. What about like bungee jumping? Don, you ever been nope, bungee jumping no. or skydiving or anything? No, those things that invite death. I, uh, yeah. I like avoiding those ones. I'm good. Yeah, I'll pass. I was going to ask, so has your life gotten busier since the reboot of Kids in the Hall? Have you gotten weird requests like this shit? Well, um, you know, a little bit. I think it's weird because like, you know, we have the first series to sort of like compare it to, which was very, you know, kind of like in the days of like a show being released one at a time and taking like five years to kind of like, you know, build to its sort of apex. Like once it did that, you know, it kind of like just sort of grew and grew and grew over the years. But uh, with this new thing, the new series, it comes out and for like three days, everyone's fucking manic about it. All social media is talking about it. People are writing to me, you know, lots of people I haven't seen for years. Oh my God, I saw you on TV or, um, and, or you know, kind of just coming out of the woodwork. And then it's over. It's like, it's kind of the nature of, uh, you know, streaming now. Things happen, they come and they're, they're gone so fast. And of course people are still into it and stuff like that. But, you know, in terms of like, you know, being more active, you know, a lot of the inactivity is kind of like due to Dallas dying because, you know, mm -hmm. we were, going to be recording and playing shows and stuff you know uh but a couple of interviews not a ton yeah man so sorry such a bummer in a in a while well, like you said wild wild time if you could rename i've, I've no segue here after that if you could <laughs> rename the planet what would you call it um i would probably name it after one of my cats i might call it stella even though i don't think that's the best name she was my favorite cat so i like i like a whole planet being named in her honor <laughs> i think it's pretty <laughs> Stella's prettier than earth <laughs> yeah i don't know earth is kind of good i like i like that earth I mean, Earth. Earth is so ominous. I, I yeah. like that Earth is like sounds metal. Mm -hmm. well, writing that down in quotes. <laughs> Earth sounds metal. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay, so you said you quit your job. Was that uh, cutting hair? Was that the one you yep. quit? Yep. And have you ever messed up someone's hair severely? severely yes <laughs> <laughs> like messed up no guard or something and oh yeah yeah there was a one person that came in and he asked for something that uh oh god i don't even want to say this because if he sees this he's gonna be like it was traumatic for him i cut a guy who had sort of longer hair like, you know, hair that was that long, 
right down to like a number one, like buzzed oh, it. Oh no! And definite miscommunication in what he was asking for. And this guy had like real like issues about his hair, and he had a bit of a meltdown. But that one was not pleasant. That one wasn't enjoyable. The other one was really enjoyable because the other one happened when I was in hair school. And it was like, when I was in hair school, you had to get all of your haircuts approved by one of the instructors. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I did this haircut on this person and, uh, and the instructor came over, there was a woman. Uh, so like, it was like in hair school, you're doing a lot of like long hair, a lot of women's hairstyles, stuff that I like did not want to do, did not want to learn, but you had to learn for licensing. Um, and so the teacher went through this woman's hair and in correcting it, like, just like, you know, fixing up any flaws in the thing kept cutting shorter and shorter and shorter. And the woman flipped out and had a meltdown and she was kind of a nasty customer already so i kind of took pleasure in it that i didn't do it but the instructor did it and that this woman was like flipping out and then after school i saw her out of the street someplace and i started laughing Oh, she, no. she recognized me and as our eyes met i just just like now yeah, i burst out laughing. <laughs> i'm sure she loved that yeah <laughs> do you have any tattoos no no tattoos wow no very cool did you have a pen pal growing up yeah i had a few pen pals oh cool do you keep in touch with them um hmm i sort of keep in touch with one of them and uh, i met him when i was like probably like 13 years old and he was older um i mean he was probably like 19 Mm -hmm. but uh he had written to this uh this punk store in toronto to buy records and my brother lived in calgary and so I told them that I was going to Calgary and they said, Hey, we got a, re- a letter from a guy in Calgary. You should write to him and see if there's any punk shows going on in Calgary. So I did. And, um, uh, I met up with him when I went out there and met his brother and his brother's band and two of the other guys in his brother's band ended up being the guys who I was in shadowy men with forever wow (laughs) yeah so pen pal from age 13 resulted in me you know playing with these two guys for years and years and years oh my goodness do you ever get recognized on the street anyone ever come up to you an embarrassing question to ask you (laughs) you never know yeah yeah once in a while you know but it's kind of like you know we're that sort of like level of knownness where where people are like, oh, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, we asked this one band, uh, the lead singer, uh, it's a band called Bad Bad Hats. They're from Minnesota. And uh, we asked that question to her and she was like, actually the only time it's ever happened was on a subway in New York. And she oh. was with her like parents. So it was like so validating for her <laughs> and her family. <laughs> 
So you never know. Do you yeah, believe it, in? Go it, ahead. It used to happen a lot more, kind of like in the original incarnation of Shadowy Men. You know, when we were kind of like, I don't know, we played a lot more then, and and also when you're on TV, people act weird. You know, when people see yeah. you on TV, people are weird with you sometimes. Are you going to play any shows anytime soon? Well, there's no kind of like band, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, we don't know what we're going to do. It looks uh, like you're going to have yeah. to do like spoken word poetry. Dal- da- Dallas was in every band that I'm in. So, <laughs> so oh, uh, uh, you know, who knows what the future is? It's all, it's all kind of in transition right now. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you believe in luck? In what? In luck. In luck. Uh, well, yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, how can you not? Things happen by accident all the time. That's like asking, do you believe in accidents? <laughs> well said. I'm sorry. I, I take back the question. <laughs> do you, uh, are we in the matrix? <laughs> That's the question. I don't think so. No. I, I don't know. Like, I think I'm old enough that, you know, kind of like I existed before any of that shit was around. And I don't think that we could have evolved to like, you know, a place where we all have a computer in our home and somehow like that, you know, in the 1962, people were living in a computer generated um, um, simulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Simulation. I don't know. I believe in other dimensions. Uh, really? Okay, cool. But uh, I mean, I think that other dimensions are just basically a scientific fact. You know, I think that that's, um, you know, I've read a lot of science things about other dimensions and even things like, like, you know, different kinds of animals, you know, that see things differently with their eyes, have different kinds of eyes that see things that we don't see. Like, you know, I think that there's all kinds of stuff that we don't see. Any, uh, any recommendations on reading material for other dimensions? Uh, not particularly. It's no. kind of like, you know, things I look for, you know, when I'm thinking of something in particular. Yeah. I'll have to Google and go down a rabbit hole. Who do you think would win in a fight? A bear or a gorilla? Well, of course, it would depend on how big you kill them were, what the um, terrain was. <laughs> okay, here, let's go with this. Um, it's a grizzly bear and a silverback gorilla, and they're on a boat. They're on a boat. Well, I, I think the monkey would win. Oh, yeah? In that situation. I don't know. I saw that... that movie grizzly man and i don't know bears are pretty nasty yeah bears are pretty 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 vicious abby's in bear country so where are you um i'm in western wyoming so do you see a lot of bears there Mm -hmm. yeah we have a lot more like brown brown bears or we have grizzly bears and and uh black bears black bears Mm -hmm. that's wild (laughs) that's scary that's terrifying it is. I mean, they're not by my house, but no. But like you know, I've I've come across them before in in Alberta, and it's like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. what do you do now? Mm-hmm. 
spray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I did some stupid things when I was younger of like, you know, going hiking on my own in the mountains, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh, Don, did you ever play CBGB? Yeah, we played there once. Once? What year was it? You know? Oh, here? God. It was like kind of later for us so i think it was probably like maybe 93 okay did you go to... yeah <laughs> did you have to use the bathroom there at all yes i did as a matter yeah. of fact <laughs> and it's it's just like the pictures <laughs> yep i've i've been there i've seen the bathroom i've only gone to one show there but uh but have you been to the cbgb's uh restaurant at the airport no i haven't or the one weren't they supposed to open a vegas like themed one? Oh, they probably have i mean you know yeah. really at this point it's like you know a brand name yeah it's unfortunate uh, i'm gonna take abby there in two weeks to see it see the outside it's like a it's just a store now which john varvato's store the guy who produced yeah. the punk documentary yeah uh, you mean the series one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one with Iggy so, Pop. It was like, as far as like somebody having like, you know, taking ownership of what used to be CBGBs, I appreciate that it's at least someone who knows what it is and wanted it for that because it was going to happen regardless. So yeah. I'd rather it be a guy who was like, you know interested enough to be the producer of a punk's punk documentary series than it being like uh you know um a chipotle or, Chick-fil-A or something <laughs> thank god it's not a chick-fil-a have you ever been surfing no no never been surfing no wow that's my favorite question this this next one's real dumb would you rather be called Ron? Would you rather change your name to Ron or Juan? Juan, definitely. <laughs> that Juan. is the correct answer. Of course. Uh, uh, do you follow us back on Instagram? Follow you back? Does that mean that you're following me? <laughs> oh, of course. Bothering the band, everyone. This is our moment. Uh, we do this in every episode where it's just our, our shoehorning. Uh, 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 that you have an Instagram. That everyone follow us and follow Don too. <laughs> uh, okay. What are you? What kind of shoes are you wearing right now? I'm wearing some, uh, some Kariyama shoes that I bought on the internet. Oh, yeah, I know those. During, uh, during lockdown, which are kind of my, my slippers. They're sort of my slippers. You know, they're my wear around the house shoes. And then on and off easily. I was going to say, do you, do you keep your shoelace? Do you tie your shoes every time you put them on? Or do you have them rigged so you can just slip them on? These ones are slip-ons. Okay. And then do you put your socks and shoes on sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Sock, sock, shoo, shoo. <laughs> we did it. And uh, do you know who Bridget Fonda is? Do I know who Bridget Fonda is? Yeah. Well, she's the most famous of the Fonda family. <laughs> is she? I think you're no, thinking of Jake. She's the least famous. <laughs> yeah. but, I was going to say. But, but yes, I mean, I don't know her personally, but I do know who she is. 
It's just well, a funny sure. gag. Is she is she the daughter of Peter, or is there there other Fondas in there that she's related to? I don't know, Abby. Can you look that up? Is she the daughter of Peter Fonda? She has to be, right? Daughter of Peter and niece, niece of, of Jane. Yeah, right. I think so. Uh, as you can see, Bother the Band, we asked the really hard-hitting <laughs> questions. We're like the music version of, uh, uh, what's his name? Who's the white hair? God, I'm blanking right now. <laughs> so memorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, if you could bother any musician, live or dead, who would it be? Like bother as in kind of like oh, sorry i'm asking for definitions uh, when, no no that's I totally fine going with with bother so in the same vein as us and then the follow-up question is uh asking them what stupid question would you ask this person <laughs> oh god uh almost anybody who i would like really want to talk to um I would probably not want to <laughs> like a, like a never meet your heroes type of thing. Or? Yeah. Like, you know, like my, my first kind of like real musical obsession was like David Bowie. And mm -hmm. if I saw him on the street when he was alive, of course, uh, I wouldn't have approached him. And I, uh, um, uh, or if I did, I would just say, Hey, David, you're too dizzy, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is the name of the only song that he's ever yanked off of a, an album and pretended mm -hmm. that it never existed. So I don't know if that's a question. That's not a question. <laughs> um, that would is... be, that would be a bother more than a question that yeah. would, that would be bothering David Bowie. Hey, David, are you too dizzy? <laughs> <laughs> then, then it's a perfect answer. So way to go. You, you nailed it. I uh, one time and this is similar, not even close. Actually, I uh, was at the movie theater in, in New York City, a movie theater, and I saw Lou Reed. Oh, yeah. And he I, I watched him walk into the bathroom and I told I was with my buddies and I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go. <laughs> to the bathroom with Lou Reed. And to the stall and i was at the urinal next to him and that that's my lou reed story and that's did it. you look i untied his shoe no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i would have looked i thought if he went to the stall but or uh, the urinal i would have i would have took a peek you know uh i saw lou <laughs> reed in new york once too and like you probably were i was struck by how short he is yeah and that he walks like a like a marionette yes on like the uh, Thunderbirds, like Super Marionation. <laughs> what movie were you seeing? What movie? What? You said you saw him at a movie theater too? No, no, I saw him in New York. Oh, in New York. Okay, for some reason. I, so the the crazy uh, postscript to that is we were both seeing Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. That's I mean, so I dumb. Saw it. Why wouldn't Lou Reed see it? <laughs> it's just, you don't picture your punk rock heroes when you're like 13 and you're angry and you're like, I'm going to go see this 
blue alien film with (laughs) and that being said um we're we're kids we're all kids at heart so uh abby and i have this memory of coming home from you know school we went to we've known each other since middle school and we would come home from middle school i'm separate journeys but and watch on comedy central they would play kids in the hall all the time so this is uh, a weird you know okay matrix luck accidents whatever it is this is blowing our mind and we can't thank you enough for doing this did you see that uh kids in the hall documentary that's on now no it's uh it's in the queue yeah. and i we can't we're, we have to we're gonna watch it together i just watched it a couple of days ago and they talk about okay. how how comedy central kind of like was pretty much responsible for them kind of like being sort of delivered to a whole sort of other generation and kind of like kept you know their their thing kind of like alive yeah Mm -hmm. so i'm curious you're not in it in In the documentary in the documentary yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, okay (laughs) (laughs) there he goes let's brag it up you're too humble uh I was going to ask something else. Uh, I just bought on Amazon the book. One dumb guy is what it's called. Yeah. The Paul Myers book. Yeah. The Paul Myers book. So that's Paul Myers, coming. who I, who I know and went to see a concert once where I had like kind of, you know, really good seats near the, near the front. And as I'm making my way down to my aisle, I see that I'm going to be seated next to Paul Myers. And I'm like, hey, Paul, how you doing? It's like, uh, oh, sorry, I'm Mike. What? Wow. That's pretty wild. I, I accidentally mistook Paul Myers, Mike Myers, for, for his brother Paul, which I don't know if that's ever happened to Mike Myers before, but it was a very genuine mistake. I hadn't seen Paul in a while, and they look enough alike that I thought, Mike Myers was Paul Myers. That's another thing is that it, especially uh, 90s stuff, uh, the comedy and the music overlapped so much, you know, and that's very cool. Yeah. I mean, in Toronto, it did. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think kind of like in some ways we were sort of part of that. Like the kids in the hall playing like the Rivoli, you know, you'll see in the documentary, they're interviewed at the Rivoli and mm-hmm. they played there a lot and they started playing there because that was where we played. And, you know, so that, you know, Bruce was coming to our shows and yeah. seeing us there and knew the people there. And so they were like, they'd been doing shows in like little theaters and, and that and thought, you know, we should do this just like a band. We should do this like shadowy men, you know, so it's kind of like they yeah well, that's the end of the sentence <laughs> that i don that's the end of our show too and we can't thank you enough however is there anything you want to promote or tell people to go check out oh, oh, you know come on <laughs> i knew he's gonna uh, scoff at that check out, check out your fridge there's something in there that needs attention <laughs> Oh, that's funny. What's uh, what's something in your fridge that's always there that you always like replace and, and you, you got to have it? Mayonnaise. Okay. And are you going... I replace what, it embarrassingly frequently. That's great. What what brand is it? Is it like a... Are you specific? Um, 
No, it tends to be president's choice because of my local grocery store. That's their house brand. Okay. House mayonnaise. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say something else. Oh, when you get takeout or delivery and it comes with a bunch of condiments, do you save the condiments? No. No. Okay. Unless it's soy sauce. Yeah. I only save soy sauce. And when's the last time you went to Taco Bell? Taco Bell. Oh, fuck. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. 25 years wow (laughs) well it misses you and don we can't we can't thank you enough that's our show man and uh this has been such an honor right abby is there anything else you got no i'm like start (laughs) we're just to be full transparency we were both like nervous and starstruck to do this jesus (laughs) (laughs) and we've been doing this a long time Save it for someone famous. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're famous, get recognized on the streets and books and documentaries. But uh, yeah, John, thank you so much, man. This has been oh, very thank fun. Thank you. You're welcome.